Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJNL General Contractors. They are licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee, and they provide services such as mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you need any of these services, contact them 931-433-4660, 931-433-4660. Also, they are in need of heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, CDL dump truck drivers, and pipe layers. If you're interested in employment with this family-owned business, you can go to the website www.sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. CYC was a wrap. The kids and the adults from the Maysville Church of Christ had just finished a long weekend at the Challenge Youth Conference in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and we were all headed home. I was seated on a bus, not a van, but a bus, and, and I wasn't driving. I just spent the last two days doing the keynote speaker thing, and following a weekend like that, I usually have two extreme reactions. Just after I speak for the last time, I usually just sort of drain out and become really, really tired. Jackie said that when I sat down in front of her on that Sunday morning, she could see it happen. Now, it usually doesn't last long because there's always the drive home. You see, from 1986 to 1998, it was the drive the van home, drive home. From 1998 up until the present, it's the drive the little black Tacoma, the tactical Toyota home, drive home. But on this particular occasion, I wasn't doing the driving. I had 36 folks from a home congregation, and I was in the mode of ride the bus while Ronnie Kennedy drives home, drive home. So I was in I need to be wired mode, but no reason to really be wired. We pulled up to this stoplight, or go light, if you want to be politically correct. They, they don't always make you stop after all. And there was this other bus right beside us. I saw these two guys, and, and they, they saw me. They recognized me as the speaker, and we made eye contact. They were sitting near a box. The box had Krispy Kreme written on it. They were sitting near it, and I was not. I opened the tiny window of our bus and said in my best Elvis impression, Hey, man, you got any jelly donuts? The boys looked shocked. They opened the window and handed the box out. My turn to look shocked. My arms were too short and I couldn't reach the donuts. The stoplight changed from stop to go, and the bus driver, theirs not ours, eased over and closed the gap so that I could reach the box. I had to do some folding to get the box in the window, and by the time I did, I was convinced that I had been handed an empty box. When I unrolled it, among much laughing and cackling from Dina Hall and Elisa Watson, I discovered a powder-covered jelly-filled delight. You may now move your phase indicator to bluff-called setting on your monitor. I'd ask, they'd given, and I was stuck. I couldn't not eat the donut, could I? You see, it may or may not be common knowledge that I've been dieting since 1997. The diet is for two reasons. I got tired of being tired, of which being fat was part of it. I also decided to behave the rest of my life with my low blood sugar. 
I have not always behaved when it comes to my low blood sugar. Uh, I had an episode years ago at Thanksgiving. Uh, Jackie and I had, had first been married, and she decided that she would take over my blood sugar maintenance. And so when, as a minister, we would visit someone's home and they would offer us pie or cake or goodies, she would say, he doesn't need any. We were at my grandmother's house. We're at my grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. We'd eaten a scrumptious meal. I ran out of milk. I walked into the kitchen to refill my milk glass. And when I opened the refrigerator door, there was this box of unchaperoned white powdered donuts. And they began to call my name. They began to implore with me to eat them. And so I picked up two donuts. And just as I did, someone in the dining room moved a chair, and I thought, oops, I'm going to get caught. So I popped this donut in my mouth, drank some milk, and swallowed it like you would an aspirin. The next donut rotated in my hand and was coming into my mouth so I could savor the flavor, and the entire western hemisphere of this little donut was covered with green mold. I'll probably do another podcast sometime about what it means to be sorry and not what it means to be sorry that you got caught. But anyway, here I have this jelly donut. It's covered in white powder. Given my history with white powder, I began to reason why I might should not eat it. I began to reason and hesitate. I mean, after all, these guys had given this to me. Should I not eat it? Should I eat it? Bottom line is I ate the donut. It was good. Now, is there a point here? Most folks who used to read this article or even listen to this podcast, sometimes they just do it to see where my mind wanders. Here's your point. Be careful what you ask for. I did a series on prayer. I'm not sure that I completely understand prayer and how it works. Uh, the best explanation I heard came from Joe Beam years ago. Consider prayer as a valley. And on both sides of the valley are these large, steep walls. On one wall is written God's law, and God will not violate His law to answer our prayers. On the other side of the valley is another wall, and it says free will, and God will not violate someone's free will to answer your prayer. But when we pray, we're allowed to ask, and we can ask for anything that falls within that valley. doesn't violate God's law. doesn't violate someone's free will. Making known your request and your supplications. Sometimes we ask because we think we should. Sometimes we ask because we are selfish. Sometimes we ask and we don't expect the answer that we get. Ask God for patience, and you might get a box of it filled with jelly and covered with powder right through your window. Now what are you going to do with it? Oftentimes we ask and we get and we make excuses. My plans really didn't include patience right now. But now you have it. What will you do with it? The same is true if we ask for wisdom, faith, courage, patience, or even opportunity. When we ask, it may happen. It may happen so suddenly and in such an unexpected way that we almost feel challenged, bluff called. Here it is right in the window. Now, what are you going to do about it? It's never wrong to ask. 
God will say yes. God will say no. God will say wait. God will answer in a way we didn't expect. It's never wrong to ask. What's wrong is to ask and then run from the answer. We ask, we receive, or we don't receive, and then we don't do what is expected with the answer. We make up excuses. Hey, hey, I'm dieting. You don't expect me to give up my plans right now. If you don't mean it, don't ask it. Very often prayers can be answered, but the answer involves changing ourselves in some way. Those answers, those kinds of answers are as unexpected as jelly donuts in the window. Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by Erupt. Erupt is the underground youth rally from the Volcano Room deep inside Cumberland Caverns. It's an annual event. This year it takes place October 24th at 6 p.m. It will be broadcast from their YouTube page. The speaker is Austin Johnson. His theme is Deeper. For more information, contact them at eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. That's eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. Or look at their website, three W's and a dot, eruptyouthrally.com. www.eruptyouthrally.com.